0: Else to ask for you. I ask for you to pray for this great action.
1: The hideouts. We did not authorize assassination squads. We did not authorize the resurrection of COINTELPRO. We did not authorize
2: the repeal of the Bill of Rights. We did not authorize the revocation of the Constitution. We did not authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to peer from cameras throughout our cities. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We did not authorize 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 The Hideouts Al and G does.
1: 106.7 Alright, let's do this damn thing Welcome to Wednesday night the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. What's going on, Dubs? I am Happy. How are you, bro? I'm feeling lackadaisical. You really—that will be the word for today. You seem aloof. You seem uh, just very distant. Also at the same time, very frazzled as well. I am. I, I'm very jumpy. A very scatterbrained Dubs, if you would, tonight. And tonight's not the night that I need you scatterbrained. Tonight I need you on top of your game. I'm used to that. I'm used to shouldering the load. Because I'm going to probably be completely off my rocker, off of my game, not able to concentrate. So what we're basically
3: telling the audience right now is uh, no reason to listen to the hideout tonight. Well, no. If you let me
1: finish my statement before you start putting us down, the whole thing that I'm trying to say is we're going to have beautiful goth chicks in here tonight. And I'll need you to carry the load a little bit because I'm going to be busy looking and trying to talk to hot goth chicks. So there's plenty of reason to listen tonight. Oh. The Hideout. Oh. With LFAJ dubs. 866 <laughs> Those are the nighttime phone numbers that you will need if you want to get in touch with us. Also, as well, uh, continuing to just do very well above and beyond everyone's expectations, as a matter of fact, uh, RadioHideout.com. And, again, you can go there. If maybe you're new to the show, maybe you've heard a couple of things, you're not too sure what's going on, if you get a little backstory of myself and Dubs and also our producer, Tommy Bateman, uh, in addition to Oddball, RadioHideout.com is a roadmap, if you will, for you to get to know the show and its characters. And, in addition to that, it has become this online community of epic proportions.
3: You know what I'm thinking of? We should give out premium memberships. Uh,
1: RadioHideout.com Maybe doormats, too Only if we can give out the uh, umbrellas And the uh, autographed Personalized book for Mother's Day Uh, Oh, that's right We just had Mother's Day I'm sorry about that Father's Day, though, is around the corner Memorial Day And don't forget 4th of July as well So that you Wednesday You know, it doesn't matter Any
3: day any day is right for uh, for a premium membership to RadioHideout.com. dot com.
1: Now, now here's the thing. Um, in all honesty, it's free to sign up, by the way. But in addition to that, have you ever understood that that way of thinking of I'm gonna I'm in, I'm in radio. I'm only gonna be in it for just a little while, probably. I'm testing it out because I guess I did TV and maybe write an article or two. So. Just like trying to milk the audience for everything that's possible. Let's face it, that's what Bill O'Reilly does. Yeah, I mean, actually charging for a website. Exactly. Um, In addition to that, though, remember Bob and Tom. They they used to, this is a syndicated morning show. Uh, They ran it at our old station. I believe they have it in some parts of Virginia. Maybe even some portions of Maryland as well. But it's another one of those where they charge for the website. And then they're trying to sell you every goddamn knickknack, every CD, best of comedy volume fifteen. I know I have the Chip McGee bobblehead in my house. <laughs> that's something that I don't think we're ever going to get into. Uh, we were talking about making hats, but that's just for us. Yeah? yeah, that's just so that we can wear it around and be branded amongst ourselves. Um, again, uh, some of the stuff that we got coming up for you tonight. You heard Jen from the Jenner Torturers on during the Ron and Fed show around nine o'clock. Uh, tomorrow night is the goth prom at Nation in Washington, D.C., and we have the promoters and a couple of the DJs along with some hot goth chicks to come in uh, to explain this to us, Dubs. Um, y- you know this, and I-, I think people, as they get to know the show, become to know this a little bit as well. You're Mexican. Yes. Yeah. And I'm into goth. And I don't. I-, I know how it happened, but have you ever seen someone who looks like me, a Latino Bald, tan, beautiful, overweight. That that um that uh, don't give me that look, Bateman. That actually is so far in to the to the goth lifestyle without actually living it. Is and the, and the other thing that I have too that I want to ask. And maybe we should cover now. We discovered last week that I was the creepy old guy at the house party. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be the creepy old guy <laughs> at the goth prom or at the Saturday Night at Nation? Or do you think they're going to be creepier older guys?
3: Well, when you're dealing with goth or anything like that, there's a there tends to be a creepiness already there, so I think you'll be fine. You know, anything to Thank do... Thank you?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank you. <laughs> 866-277-4969. This is the goth music. The beautiful thing about the hideout. Scary. Is that going to be... I'm goth.
3: I'm weird. Is that going to be your angle the whole time? Are you gonna No, oh, I'm gonna be nice. Are you gonna
1: be in here making fun of the goth people to their faces? No. Not to their faces. <laughs> You're gonna wait till they leave. Of course. You gotta get out of their out of your system right now. Yeah. Frightening.
3: Nothing's more frightening than old church
1: music. Ah Alright, so can I tell you the story of how I got into this? Because sure. I'm seriously fascinated by it. Scare me. Come on, tell me. Well, actually, it doesn't have anything to do with this music that you're playing right now, to be perfectly honest with you. I was in high school, all right? Oddly enough, this all started in high school for me. That's where everything starts for you. And the majority of the stuff in my life revolves around high school, and I kind of build from it from there, and I still act as if I was in the 11th grade. So one of the things that happened during this is I'm at a speech and debate tournament. And one of the most beautiful people that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, she was absolutely frightening. Gorgeous. No, I'm serious. She was, she was gorgeous. She was like i I'm trying to tell a real story here. It doesn't have anything to do with being scared. All right, so she was just beautiful. All right, so we're in the same performance. You know, we're in the same round, if you will, in the yeah. speech and debate. And she looks like a Alyssa Milano type, a... Uh, Just a a beautiful, just, like, young... uh, She's half, like, Asian, and she's, like, French, and she's, like, a model. I mean, she's just absolutely gorgeous. Alyssa Milano from
3: Charmed, maybe?
1: That's pretty scary, in there. Possibly. But she's got the short black hair and, like, the pasty skin, but half of that's because she's, like, part French and, like, part Japanese or whatever it is. And I'm telling you, she was beautiful. She went on to be in, like... Walker Texas Ranger. She was an actress. She was in a Campbell soup commercial. I'm, tell her I'm tell her I'm happy for her. her career really took off. And I think she was in Coyote Ugly too. Uh, really, uh, main character? uh... No, she oh. was. I think she was girl who dances on bar. Like that's her actual title. Was she in the credits or anything? Yeah, she's actually in the credits. You can look her up on uh, IMDb or maybe I'll just look her up on the DVD since I have it. Oh, that's true. I mean, in fact. I was over at your place the other night, and we were trying to, I wanted to scan through, because I can't sit through coyote ugly, even if I do want to look at this hot chick. And it's so funny to sit there and scan through yeah. coyote ugly. Scan
3: through a movie that you've never watched before, because everything seems so out of place. And John Goodman's in it. Yeah, well, who knew? It's like, like. We just flipped to a scene in the bar, and he's just looking at a bunch of young girls with an Ash eating grin on his face, and you don't know where it stems from.
1: Well, it's so funny because you got girls dancing on bars, like Tyra Banks and all these hot chicks who are like, dancing and throwing liquor and stuff all over each other. And then all of a sudden, you keep going because you're fast forwarding on the DVD at like 50, 50, speed, 50 times the speed or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you see John Goodman in the hospital. Then you go back to the scene where it's the hot chicks dancing on the bars, and then all of a sudden John Goodman's in the bar, and he's dancing, and you got old. the old creepy lady from uh, Mad TV is, like, bidding on him or t- trying to, like, win him in some sort of a contest. Anyway, that I know she was in the movies. I know she wanted to go on and be in the movies. But the great thing about this hot chick, we'll just call her Mandy. The great thing about this chick is that she approached me, and I... I'm not the kind of guy that usually goes up to chicks, but to have a beautiful young actress model approach you, all of a sudden that sticks in your mind for the rest of your life, sure, you bang the girl from the Cannibal Soup commercial. And I like, and and because of that, because she had the short black hair and the pasty skin, I like that look. And so from there, I'm like, where else do you see it? In the goth culture, in the goth environment. Or on Halloween, yes, Dubs, yes, on Halloween. So anyway, and then eventually I become to be a Marilyn Manson fan, and we just go from there. And all of a sudden, before I know it, I'm immersed in the culture, and I'm wearing, you're, you're, I'm wearing, I'm wearing dresses at Manson shows. You're immersed in the culture, but
3: you've never actually walked into the culture unless it's a Marilyn Manson concert, which exactly. that
1: really isn't the culture. Exactly, I'm an outsider, so that's why I'm fascinated by it even more. And then to know that there's something called a goth prom. William, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What do you know about this?
4: Uh, yeah, I got a couple friends that are uh, wo- actually working there. Uh, they're doing some vending upstairs. You know, uh, neat little nifty art, crafts, um, craftsman type things. So is this
1: like the singles in the city for the goth lifestyle where they're going to have booths? Are they, they going to be like recruiting vampires? Is Chad Dukes going to be there handing out
3: uh, autographs? I don't know about I that, hope so. but I,
4: I do know a lot of people Find that are in the scene, and this is, like, one of the big events for them in the area.
1: Well, the Gin Tortures are going to be there. I mean, that's huge as it is, and there are a number of other bands. Again, it's tomorrow night at Nation. Uh, tickets still available at the door as well. Now, why are your friends going?
4: Uh, so partially because they love the, the, the whole thing and partially because they're, uh, they're actually doing some vending stuff. They're still you know, selling arts and crafts.
3: Okay, and okay. Now, um, if uh, next time that uh, the gen torturers come in the studio with Ryan Fez, would you let them kind of torture you a little bit? No, because I'm not really into pain. And I, I don't know if you got There's a fine line between pleasure
1: and pain, and they know how to ride that line. Yeah, but I'm not really uh, into pain, to be perfectly honest with you. All right, well, thanks, William. I didn't know there were going to be vendors there. And uh, good luck and have fun, all right?
4: Yeah, there's a lot of... There'll
1: be purple and black signs everywhere, so you can find them. Oh, okay. For... Okay, sure. All right, let's look at this. Is this the uh, gender Torturer's lady? Yeah. See, that's so funny. I don't even know what she looks like.
3: Oh, you didn't see the last time she came in?
1: No, I think it was upstairs. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is the chick that I see on the website. She's hot. I know she's a good buddy of Ron and Fez's. But see, that's the whole thing, though, that I'm not interested in being dominated. You know what I mean? I, you laugh. You look at. Do I look like. Do I look like a uh, producer from another show? Do I look uh, like that kind of a dom? No. I could see you in the slave pit. I could. Actually, I think I could too, but I don't. I don't think it would be on purpose. I think I just happen to have that look. Yeah, I Mexican. Have, I have the slave pit look. What? Nothing. <laughs> what is that about? And why is everyone approaching me? Hey, I can't believe that uh, Mexico has uh, fighter jets. I'm like, what do you want me to say to that? Going back to the UFOs, what I'm supposed to speak for? I'm supposed to speak for the for the Air Force? You for can't a, you speak Spanish? Oh, and speak for the Mexican uh, Air Force. I'm supposed to speak for the Mexican Air Force. All right, fair enough then. Are they here yet? Yeah, they're here. Are they here? Hmm. Okay, beautiful. I want to learn about this. This Gothic problem. Are you going to be on your best behavior? Does? I'll be on my best behavior boy. I'm your best friend. <laughs> Stop that already. The, uh, the best friend talk. Um, oh, a quick update. Uh, last night during the last segment of the hideout, some of you uh, heard it in which our good friend Lefty, who you can learn more about on RadioHideout.com under the names to know section, one of his Hooters girlfriends, he's had like eight, uh, wants to get breast reduction. Mm-hmm. And you remember I was talking really sex uh, sexy to her the whole time. He said after the segment, she was so sexed up. That, that they did it like they hated each other, just like animals. He was like, "It's the best sex I've ever had." Well, from what Lefty tells me, they do hate each other. So <laughs> it is. And I was like, "You're welcome." She obviously is completely into me. I had her completely sexed up. And you're welcome. I couldn't even imagine what it's to be like. What it'd be like to be with a chick that hot. I'm so excited about the Gothic girls being here. You don't care, do you? Ah, it'll, it'll be fun.
3: I'm, I'm planning on having a good
1: time. Do you have any interest at all in the goth life?
3: Is no. It so? no. You're, you're a juggalo, right? I'm not a juggalo. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm not anything. I'm J-Dubs. Everybody should be following me. I need my own religion. I don't need to follow anything else. Let's take I don't pr- need
1: my own little clique. Let's take a break. Let's come back. You know what you do need, though, seriously, is friends. Because honestly I have plenty of friends. I I really I, I realized this the other day. I'm your really only friend. And don't act like you didn't know this whenever I went out of town to Texas and your chick went back to Michigan and who are you left hanging out with? Sideshow. I hung out with Sideshow. In yeah. his basement, drinking beers, but playing Madden. I'll tell
3: you what, I had plenty of offers to come hang out with people, but me and Sideshow decided we would uh, roll the city. What? That's how we do it. And that's in Falls
1: Church? No. In we a basement? Were,
3: no. We were over at my
1: place. Oh, really? Yeah. Good for you guys. I'm glad. Did you call Bateman, invite Bateman? Yeah, actually I did, but he was busy. Doing what? I don't know. We'll find out next. I'm, I'm actually interested in what is, He's got a couple things going on as well. And he also, too, is really into this goth lifestyle as well. Somewhat. Like me, an outsider. The goth prom promoters... We're in studio next with The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK.
2: The Hideout. The Hideout.
1: We were talking about your mom, Dubs, and how she's probably done some really weird things to you. I want you to know that not <laughs> be sometimes
3: through. she listens to the show on the uh, Illegal Underground. Yeah, I feel bad. <laughs> God damn yeah. it. Don't yeah, worry about it. Now I feel bad. She's a whore.
2: <laughs> the Hideout with LNFA and J-Dubs. you the Hideout. It's good to be intelligent, it's good to think for yourself,
1: and it's good to be an individual. We're real people with fake names and invisible faces
0: create the ultimates in reality radio. The revolution starts with The Hideout. 106.7 WUJFK. None of
2: those people outside realize how much power is in this one room. <laughs> Let them hear it!
3: Imaging you are listening to the most important show
1: ever. It's true. Ever. I was about to say, that should be our new show open. Really? Right. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Do you, Roy? Really? Thank you. I'm like- not a fan. Really? No, it's fine. I think it's better than the uh, one we got now. No. That's, see, we're partial, because I created that one, and you created the uh, the actual show open. Which is fabulous. Which we will maybe probably use as an imager later on. (laughs) How about this? How about we switch it up tomorrow? No. Cameron wants something shorter anyway. Let's just try it. Let's see how it works. No.
3: Come on. I don't want to be annoyed at the beginning of the show. (laughs) Like, President I don't want your
1: goddamn uh, voice all over the open. Like, President Bush, uh, Kucinich, all throughout the original open. You listen to that open, you think you're about to listen to uh, the anti-Bill O'Reilly. Which I guess I can, you kind of are. But you would think we're going to talk politics for the next two hours. And instead we're talking about goth prong. And oh, by the way, I almost had the nastiest accident at the gym. Yeah? I had to tell you about this. Um, let's just say the master cleanser kicked in while I was on the treadmill. The juice was almost loose. So I'll tell you about that in a second. It was, it was really, really uh, embarrassing, if you will. But right now, though, Let's learn a little something. Um, So excited about this. Coming up tomorrow night in D.C., the Jenna Torturers are going to be performing at Goth Prom 2004 at Nation in D.C. It's at uh, 1015 Half Street, Washington, D.C. Doors open at 8 o'clock tomorrow. You've got to be 18 and over. There's a pre-sale going on as well um And then tickets are also available at the door. Our good buddy Goth DJ, what's up, man? How are on, you, bro? Good to see you, man. Uh, you got these all on? Yeah, they're all on. And if, if people want to step up to all of these, in fact, sure. Well, let's right, go man. ahead and do that. So welcome into the hideout. Don't you? It's it's not a, a member. You can you can pull it as hard as you <laughs> want, right there. Just pull it right up to your face, just like that. It's a microphone. It'll be okay. So, all right, so we have got D.J. here, yep. who was actually a, a hideout uh, pass holder, came in a long time ago, Deb. You remember I, I that? believe it was on your birthday, wasn't it? It was on my birthday show. It was, wasn't it? In yes. fact, you still ha- I still have the CDs he made. He made a whole bunch of, like, Manson uh, rarities and live outtakes and stuff like that that he brought in for me. Have you even made through all of them yet? Uh, For the most part, actually, yes. The only one I haven't gotten through is probably the one he wanted me to listen to most, which was, like, local and, like, underground stuff. And and I'll be honest, I don't do that. I don't want to hear music if I don't know the words. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm a horrible pop culture guy, but uh, that's the way it goes. All right, so now, goth DJ is here. Who is your your other friend with us?
5: I'm a DJ Ross DNA or Dana. Okay, uh, let's just call you Dana for right Dana. now. I actually chose that nickname because it was impossible to pronounce, so nobody would call it me face-to-face. And the lovely, lady, <laughs> the lovely lady that you have with us here as well, what is your name?
6: Hi, I'm DJ Solarius, also known as Mrs. Carolyn Anderton.
1: Okay, and you actually have a very neat outfit on. It's all red and what does that say you adore me cuz I'm a slut freak bitch whore <laughs> um
6: alright which is bad by <laughs> <laughs> is SPCC uh,
1: now is that your goth attire is that what you're going to be wearing tomorrow to the prom or do you have a special outfit
6: um uh, it's a surprise actually I'm not saying a word
1: okay so this is the biggest thing that I wonder about this goth prom 2004 that's happening tomorrow night at nation
6: is it one of those
1: things where everybody is so worked up about what they are going to wear and they want to make sure, without a doubt, no one else has their outfit? The picture I have in my head
3: is a bunch of people dressed up like the Tag Team Demolition. You know, Axe and Smash walking through there. That's what I
1: think. <laughs> is that how it's going to be? Where do you where do you go to get your attire for the for the goth prom 2004, goth DJ? Uh, well, as you can...
3: Well as nobody out there can see, I'm dressed fairly plain. Okay. Uh, but uh,
6: you know, okay, anywhere. Uh, hot Topic is that a, a place do you it? go?
3: Service
5: or, or Smash in Georgetown.
6: Or Stark Raving Mad in Adams Morgan.
5: Okay,
1: so now this is my problem, Dubs. That because okay. to me Hot Topic, one <laughs> well, time. Well, no, well, uh, for me Hot Topic is like that's goth to me, and apparently I'm completely wrong about this. All right, let's settle this. Okay. Uh, it's middle geez, school goth, commercialized goth. Yeah, I, that's what I want to yeah. do. That's okay. that's that's my angle. I want to be commercialized goth. I want to be Marilyn Manson and Hot Topic.
5: Oh, is yeah. that okay, or were you guys laughing? Well, yeah. At me? Yeah. Really? Yeah, well, no, yeah. Well, we we welcome all types. In fact, uh, you know, I'm probably going to show up much like this in jeans and t-shirt. But there are definitely, you know, this is this is the event. You know. Uh, now, how about this? Could you go
1: to the goth prom because Dubs? I caught a lot of flack because I went to my actual senior prom in just a suit. Could you go to this in a t-shirt and jeans and not be looked at as a dork?
6: Absolutely, my husband goes in jeans and t-shirts all the time, and no one makes fun of him.
5: And, and you know, it's the best of both worlds. Really, the people that want to dress up have the excuse to do it to the nines, and the people who just want to hang out for the music or, or whatever, you know, we're, we're pretty open. We accept almost everybody. You know, what is goth?
1: No uh, apparently, I'm way off. I know that's kind of an open question. Is it a style of dress? Is it a lifestyle? Is it scary?
6: Could <laughs> be, it can
5: be. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> it's it's got some dark tones to it for sure. Uh, what is uh, it though? It's uh,
3: certainly a lot more tough to pin down than like a punk,
2: right? Because goth has. Like, I don't like, like punk. A, I. In fact, like, uh, are
1: there fights? Right. Are there fights between the goths and the punks? No, no not, not high much, we're,
5: Yeah, we're 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 pretty uh we're pretty much the most easy going crowd that uh, the that most clubs have. You know, we don't have any fights or any trouble usually. Do you like
1: the plastics, or are they out too? That's a funny joke if you've seen Mean Girls. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh. there are three of you that are laughing right now. Um, so, but you guys actually get along with everybody. So it's not like somebody's got to go there and be uptight at Gothbrom 2004. It's not like you're going to make fun of each other, right?
6: I just want to relax. Um, we haven't had a fight at all in like years. At nation, and we have one of the best securities. We have people who just want to go there and vent and rant, and not vent and rant in a way of negativity, but in a way of dancing and just basically getting out there and just relaxing and having good time. They want to get, they want to get away from their jobs. They want to get away from you know home, you know, but they want to go to a club, get the and then drink
5: on, do something all exactly. special, you know. Do you
1: guys have normal jobs? Do you go dressed to, to your work like this? Do you wear the
6: slut? <laughs> freak bitch, four red outfit at your regular job? Absolutely not.
1: What do you do, if you don't mind saying? We don't have to say where, but what, what kind of business are you in? I'm a
6: sales associate.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Now, you're in, uh DJ, you're in, like, computer stuff, right? Yeah, I'm a voice over IP engineer. I don't
5: even mm-hmm. know what that is, but it sounds impressive. What about you, Dana? What are you doing? Doesn't I'm a, a, a network engineer as well, so we're, we're, there's definitely a, a strong smart bench to our scene. We definitely... You know, like to get into computers, and we're we're all technophiles. We like the newest gadgets and stuff like that.
1: Technophiles, right? (laughs) All right. Cool. Radiohideout.com. Go hack it. Yeah, right on. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. Please don't mess with it. Bad bad monkey's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Any time when people like this come
3: in, I think I have to listen to more tech talk. That's what I think. You know, <laughs> because I, I don't understand a word they're saying when they talk about computers.
1: No, I, don't, I have no idea either. Although, I like that tech talk, yeah, to Yeah, I you. think I... I, I feel I, like I learn something every time. Without a doubt. eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. If you have questions, again, uh, goth prom 2004 happening tomorrow at Nation. What can we expect whenever we walk into uh, goth prom? Well, what, what, what's going to be seen? I know the Jenna Tortures are performing. Who else is performing?
6: Uh, there's going to be decorations. Uh, it's like an original prom. Um, Sister Machine Guns playing. We have Pitbull Bull care. We also have Price Analog as well. Uh, four bands, eight DJs, lots of vendors. Uh, it's just an excitement of fun. You know, you want to go in. We have open bar from eight to nine. And
3: uh, just have a relaxing drink and just uh, come and join us. We don't
5: bite. Do you have a haunted house?
3: <laughs> what was your question, Doug? Any haunted houses or anything like that? Yeah, I
5: mean, uh, do you have like. It's, it's going to be done up a little bit, you know, like a spooky prom, definitely. And there will be, you know, people who are done up to the T. This is going to be, you know, pretty much there are two events for the goth scene. It's Halloween, of course, you know, and then there's goth prom on the other end. And that, that gives people a little chance to wear the skimpier outfit. Because it's summer and that sort of thing. So.
3: All right, where did this goth prom idea come from? That's a great
2: question.
6: Uh, actually, uh, a friend of ours and also DJ uh, Phil, also known as DJ Shade, uh, we basically came up with this because there was a gothic prom a long time ago at another venue. And we had it last year, and we had Voltaire and another act. Um, but it was pretty cool. I mean, we were surprisingly surprised by uh, the amount of people that showed, and we did it this year, and we've been promoting. So like going. crazy. And so see, see, <laughs> DJ Boy here is DJing with us, and uh, Dana's DJing. I'm going to be DJing as well. And uh, we have another uh, guest DJ called uh, Vicki Wilson, and we'll have DJs out on the deck. Uh, a lot of
1: music. A lot oh, of yeah.
6: music.
3: I remember a uh, Saturday Night Live bit that was the goth Prime, <laughs> which was in the boiler room.
1: <laughs> with Will, Chris Kattan, yeah. and uh, I think Christopher Walton is the
5: awesome. uh, custodian. Yeah, Will Farrell. Um, is it anything like that? They definitely, uh, you know, there's the you can, you, when you take a characterization of anything, you can exploit it to any nth degree, and they they definitely characterize our scene and, and to some degree, but you know, definitely to the most negative degree possible.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Danny gets pushed to the back of the room now. Um, are you going to be crowning a king and queen? Yes, we are. Right, How is that going to happen? Who's going to do that?
6: Uh, basically, uh, we're going to have people have a selection of bo- boys and girls, and we're going to have random people, and then we're going to choose them, and we're going to go up and announce the winner. Uh, Jenna, the Jennifer Shores is going to do that.
2: So it's not
1: going to be based on merit or anything like Absolutely that? Absolutely
6: not. We don't want to have anybody, you know, feeling down or feeling upset because they didn't get chosen. It's going to be fair and square.
1: It's basically going to be like winning a lottery almost.
6: Pretty much. I mean, you know, your luck is there. You know, if you get picked, you get picked, but it's because, you know, you're picked. It's It's not going to be pretty much, you know, who's the best dressed, who's not the best dressed. You know, that's not what it's all about. What it's all about is the dancing, the music, and going out and having fun.
1: All right. Again, uh, Goth Prom 2004. How do we get tickets? Are tickets still available for Nation Tomorrow Night?
6: Absolutely. In fact, you can go tonight and get pre-sale tickets for $15 at www.ticketmaster.com, and it's $20 at the door. And uh, like I said, there's open bar from 8 to 9, and we close at 2.30. Hey, that's
1: actually something I had. All right, so as far as, like, the goth lifestyle... What, like, are you into getting high?
5: Or do you just drink, or is there, like, a lot of drugs? Again, we, forgive me, because I'm not, complete... not much drugs anymore. We're all a little old for that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we definitely, per capita, we drink heavier than most any other scene. We, that's, that's one of our big uh, selling points to bars and, and venues is that uh, we can sell some bar. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> Good advice. I understand that. All right, because I, I wondered about that whole drug thing, because you never know. You figure... And maybe that's a misconception as well. You look at goth people, you look at the people that are all dressed up, and you're just thinking, all right, they're high in something. I don't know if it's age, I don't know if they're uh, dropping acid, but there's something going on there where they're living in a completely different world. 866-277-4969. If you have any questions... About uh, the goth prom. Let's bring in some of the ladies, if you would, Bateman. I'm excited about the ladies. And while we're bring, while we're ushering in some of the other beautiful ladies, I guess, are people like Robert Smith still cool? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Robert of Smith is timeless. Of so, course. So are you guys going to be at, like, the HF Festival or something because The Cure
5: is playing? Uh, well, I, I, I've got my tickets already. I'm, I'm going stay. I'm not going. Yeah,
6: I'm a loser
1: okay <laughs> Sorry. i guess
3: it's just like the rock scene or whatever you know even the old bands are cool
1: yeah i mean could, but you wouldn't be able to say that axel rose is cool though would yeah. you i still think he rocks still you
3: now you he, he, he can't
1: uh, write like a uh, cut or anything but uh, yeah all right now this is what i'm talking about <laughs> now we have the ladies coming in here this is the reason we had you been to be perfectly honest we're here because the ladies are here um, all right, we have all these beautiful ladies who are coming in. All this for, uh, goth prom 2004, happening tomorrow night. All right, I'm already creeped out because a
3: girl has a widow's peak.
1: <laughs> that, that's, like, my biggest pet peeve right there. I can't stand it. All right, uh, what, what's your name? Who's the one with the widow's peak? Oh, but it's drawn in. Go ahead and talk uh, into that microphone right there. Which even scares me a little bit more.
4: <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy. Billy? Billy. Yes. All right,
1: Billy, and you've actually, you've got, like, a nice red ensemble on with the, uh... With the uh, Allen Iverson sleeve, <laughs> but lacy, and you got the red hair, and you've drawn in a widow's peak. Dubs, what is it about a widow's peak that, that
3: is it, one you... of those natural phenomena that will just creep me out every time I see it? I don't know why. I just get really scared when I see a widow's peak. Now, did you ever watch the monsters when you yeah. were growing up? Mm-hmm, kinda, I did, but I wasn't into them. But the thing is, I don't know. The forehead is a big thing for me. Like, a, too tall of foreheads very unattractive. Too short of foreheads really unattractive. And if you cut that thing in half with a widow's peak, I'm freaking out. Now
2: that's not a.
1: That's not a. And then I don't want you to feel like you know we're attacking you, but this is something. This is some issue that Dubs has had yeah. for a very long time. It's a hang up. I'm sorry. You
2: never heard
7: the comment about the monsters. Do what? Yeah, I, I
1: have, have. Oh, about the monsters thing. All right, make sure everybody talks right on top of the mic whenever we go into this. Um, I always think monsters though, and I, I guess that's the thing because it was a little egg monster. Yeah, it was the most famous widow speak. That was the absolutely the most famous widow speak. The beautiful women are here uh, from Goth Prom 2004. Um, I guess we can kind of go around introduce yourselves. Um, what is your name right here, the one standing next to My God? My
7: name is Mel.
1: Mel, okay. Okay, I, what's with the dudes' names? Yeah, why is everybody Billy and Mel and, uh, and then then we got a like guy name? named Donna. <laughs> that 's true dana 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 is that part of, is that part of the whole thing where it 's like this reverse world, this reverse society? How did you get into the goth lifestyle if you would, Mel how did that happen to you?
7: Um, I think it's a little more artistic and creative than the music you hear all the time, over and over again.
1: So for you, it's about the music, though.
7: Yeah, it's it's about the music. It's about the. It's a lot about the clothes. I design my own clothes, so I like the clothes in the goth scene better.
1: Uh, I love your outfit. I love how you got like the belly showing, but yet at the same time too, you got the long skirt on. It's classy goth. That's how I. That's how I term you, classy goth. Well, now, what do you do for a living? How did uh, how does this happen?
7: I'm an art student, and I'm a bartender at the other goth night on Saturdays, Chiara Scuro. Now, what is the goth
1: scene like in D.C.? Let's move over to you over here with the Mickey Mouse ears. I like that. That's a cute scene.
2: That's <laughs> my hair, not my ears? <laughs>
1: oh, I'm sorry. It's dark in here. It's okay. <laughs> it still works for you, though, either way. Uh, How did you, what, what's your situation? What's your name?
6: Uh, my name's Sasha.
1: Now, does everybody in the goth scene, no matter if you're at different bars or whatever, does everybody know each other? Do you feel like you're a family? Definitely, definitely. We're cheers. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's like a, it's, yeah. it's a creeped out cheers. That's Very what it best is. That's cheers. Um, it's, it's cheers, but dead.
2: Yeah. <laughs> undead,
7: undead. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, let me ask you this. I mean, obviously, I may be asking the wrong crowd. But to me, it almost seems like goth is out a little bit. Do you see, do you see where you like, let me ask you, Dana, do you see where you find these cycles where maybe you have this influx of like the new kids who want to get into this because it's the it's the new dark thing or maybe, you know, it cycles around and then all of a sudden you start losing people. Has that you ever seen something like that?
5: Back when the uh, the alternative scene didn't have a capital A, you know, we were all kind of part of the same thing. So I guess we had a little broader of a of a, a base to ap- appeal from. But now everything has kind of you know uh, been specialized over the years. Like the the ravers are all in their little scene, and the house kids are all in their little scene. So we're, we've all kind of naturally segmented off into our uh, little scene here, I guess, you know.
1: Hey, Dubs, did you ever you so you say you never got into clicks or anything? Not really. I was kind of
3: a uh, diplomat. I would kind of roll from each click.
1: You know, I was, too. I was the kind of cat that could hang out with the jocks. I could hang out with the goths. I could hang out with the, the plastics. I was that kind of a guy that was able to roam (laughs) around as well. I I still don't understand when you say plastic. Has anybody here seen Mean Girls? No. No. Okay, this isn't the crowd that would go see (laughs)
2: Mean Girls.
1: But you've all seen Heathers, though, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Let's just call it kind of an updated Heathers, if you would. All right, let's talk to the Asian uh, woman. I'm sorry I had to label you that. But it's the radio, and we have so many people in the studio right now. What is your name?
2: My name is Mora.
1: Mora. All right. So how did you get into the goth thing? Because this is my question. We also have a uh, beautiful black lady here as well. My one of my biggest questions when we talk to Amelia G from uh, BlueBloodsGothicSluts dot com. By the way, there's a link to that on RadioHigh dot com. It's actually the most visited link on really? the website right now is Bowley Spears. Second is gothic sluts. And for those of you that don't know, Bo Lee is a female illusionist. It's a dude who dresses up as Britney. And I have the hots for him. And he's still really, really hot. Uh, I love the female. Either way. Well, we'll show it to you during the commercial break. So my question to you, though, is because I get singled out a lot as well, being one of the lone minorities in radio. How did you get into this as an Asian woman? What is it that struck the chord? Within you to say, hey, goth is for me. This is the way that I'm going to go. How did that happen?
6: Well, actually, it's one of the few communities where I found that the racial barriers really break down. Because when you're at a club, you're all enjoying the same music. Nobody really thinks that's a black guy or that's an Asian girl. It's just, you know. Well, no,
1: but I mean, this is actually something. But no, it's true, though. I mean, I can understand. That's why you would go into the goth scene, because you're not getting labeled that. Because
6: you have a more specific denominator that's bringing you together. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. But there's always two, though. Have you ever noticed, like, at rock concerts and stuff, there are always, like, I am always the lone Latino at a rock show. (laughs) I mean, it's just the way it is. It's like me, and there are, like, a couple of brothers there, and that's really about it. But you don't feel singled out, though, whenever you're in this community, though,
7: right?
6: No, I don't feel like my race is an issue at all when I go in there.
7: I totally have to agree with that. What, I what, just, what like, is I the smell? Everybody there. I, I have to agree with what she's saying. There's, there's one of each in this crowd, uh, tall, short, fat, thin, all the different races.
1: Very, very uh, all-inclusive, if you would.
3: So uh, what's, what's the background of the heavy makeup? I've always wondered that. Why?
1: Yeah, why cover yourselves up?
6: We're not really covering ourselves up. It's more artistic. It's the way, you know, somebody can be different. They can either wear the heaviest of makeup or, like myself, they can wear the thinnest of makeup. It's not really a judgmental fact. It's just the way your artisticness.
5: Expressing the aesthetic.
6: Exactly. And, you know, it's the same as your clothes. If, you know, it's cold and you feel like wearing the skimpiest cold in the winter, you know, you can express yourself artistically through your clothes. So it's the same visual aspect.
1: Now let's let's keep moving on down the line because I still got questions that I try to want to hit up for everybody. It's the most packed of the hideout has ever been. <laughs> uh, thank you for you guys coming in. Um, we already talked to. Uh, was it Billy? Yes. Uh, we already talked to Billy. So let's talk to. What is your name? My name is Kimberly. Okay, Kimberly. Welcome into the hideout. You were the black lady that I referred to earlier. I'm sorry if I offended you, but um, no. let me ask you this: as far as dating goes, for someone like Kimberly. Do you date outside the goth scene or do you only? Is it like? Remember, we had uh, the lady from sororities. Yeah. Ad. Do you date only within the goth scene? Do you date outside of the goth scene? Like, would you bring your preppy boyfriend to the goth prom 2004? I've actually
7: had uh, experiences inside and outside the goth scene. I do prefer to date inside the goth scene just because the sex is better.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: That's
6: why I married my husband. <laughs> all
7: right. Now, all right, this is actually
1: something that I wanted to get into. And, of course, <laughs> it's a late night show, but we got to be a little bit careful because we do have some standards. What is the difference between normal sex and goth sex, if you would? I mean, are we talking... It, uh, does it get freakier or does it... <laughs> are we talking clamps and chains <laughs> or piercings or what? It's
6: not even that. I mean, my, <laughs> my husband works for a big corporate company, which I cannot say on air. AOL, just say it. No. (laughs) But he's he's a tech guy, and if you guys want to talk tech with him after the show, he'll be glad to you know speak the language and and, you know and get going. But anyway, uh, he's just amazing. I love him. I married him. I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with him. But is there any any
1: ladies here? Is there something different about the goth sex? Because I'm sure you've probably all had sex outside of the goth world.
6: I like a man in makeup. What can I just say?
1: Oh, is that what it is? Sexy. Um, so it's the makeup thing. Now, have you thought about women? Because women wear makeup, too. Sorry, it doesn't doesn't matter. For me,
6: below the belt, it's all about being a man.
1: Okay. All right, but you like to have, like, a painted-on like face a pretty boy. looking at you pretty boy. in the, the, the go-around. All right, let's the go around alright let us go I love how you can go by any name. Uncle Ryan, welcome into the hideout on 106.7 WJFK.
0: Hey, what's happening? What's up, bro? Uh, One quick question. Now, you guys, uh, I'll have to, you asked them earlier, but other than, like, the clothes and, like, the music and uh, the stuff that they do, I'm really still still trying to grasp exactly what being goth is. Is, like, there's some kind of universal belief or, like, an intellectual aspect of being goth?
1: Uh, that's a great question.
7: I think the... The biggest thing really is the freedom to express yourself artistically uh, that's probably the one binding time. now could you but if you want to do
1: that though, could you still wear pink... And be oh, yeah. gone. Yeah, I to the
7: prom. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I attended bar in this big pink flamenco skirt a couple months ago. It, it went over like but
1: pink it's, Now it's about freedom. It's about I guess uh, being able to express
0: yourself. Well, you guys there's, keep there's saying
5: there's a certain aesthetic to it all that uh, you know the dark and uh, intricate and the beautiful.
0: Hey, I'll have that. What's up, bro? Uh, one other quick question. I'll let you go. Uh-huh. But uh, the other thing, and this might be a total misconception on my part, but it seems like when I see these kids in the neighborhood and stuff, they almost seem like miserable or like depressed but these, the people on your radio show don't at all. No, this is, this is great fair, stuff. Who are you
7: calling kids? How old are
0: you? <laughs> yeah. Hold thing, on. This. Like you see groups of kids you know in black at the mall with the makeup and they just kind of seem you know to themselves not really talking and you, you know what I'm saying? Do you have any idea? I don't the music want to...
5: certainly resonates with uh, you know a certain melancholy feeling to, to some people so it, it's, it's not surprising that people that feel that way uh... can empathize with the music but it's certainly not uh... uh exclusive of, of the scene you know we're we're not we're not all you know ready to slit our wrists or anything
0: i'm being at school i just
6: want you know, to say yeah. sorry to cut you off we're that's... all in our thirties okay. Oh really but you know what
1: though then this is uh, an uncle ryan is a great call bro because that's true because You've got to realize, I mean, in the hideout, we welcome everybody, no matter what your beliefs are. And this is, we brought you guys in, obviously, to promote goth uh, prom 2004 tomorrow. See the gender tortures. You can still get tickets, Ticketmaster.com. But we also brought you in to kind of understand the lifestyle as well, because you've got to realize that, you know, there are outsiders that look at you, and they're like, God damn, what
2: happened?
1: <laughs> you know, that's yeah.
5: some of those people, too. Exactly. <laughs>
1: th- which daddy did what to who? Yeah. And But it's not always like that, though. A lot of times, maybe you hear something in the music you identify with. Otherwise, it's the clothing that you uh, that you like to express yourself with. Mal, you said you look like you're about to say something. Go ahead.
7: Any group you go into, you're going to have a certain look and feel. In the goth scene, it's just I think self-expression is a little bit more permissible. People kind of let everybody else do their own thing. There's people go out there, they dance however they want. They either dance by themselves or with other people. It, it's just a really permissible friendly atmosphere
3: what goth from what you guys are telling what God sounds like to me is like the new age of hippies
1: or something you know ah
7: it, all right truly thank you yes <laughs>
1: better dressers definitely okay i can understand that let's go to k-dog k-dog you're in the hideout on jfk
0: yeah what's up fellas what's up bro yeah i wanted to ask like do do they like believe in god or like Something else, uh, what, what kind of higher power they worship?
1: I, this is a good one. Whenever I talked to Amelia G. from GothicSluts.com last go around, we ended up getting into this whole Satanism conversation.
5: We're well, we a you know, real diverse crowd. We
1: have devout Catholics, devout yeah. Christians, Jew, Jews, you know, Muslims.
5: Uh, I, I have kind of my own faith that I made up when I was way too high, you know. <laughs> Okay, but there's not. But you guys aren't all cutting up kitties and uh, no,
6: no, no, absolutely not. I mean, I had a Catholic, I had a Catholic wedding. I, I'm very into religion and then I go to church every Sunday. Now the Catholics
5: certainly have our pagans and our uh, you know alternate uh, religions as well. But uh, the Catholic
1: thing doesn't surprise me though, because there seems to be a really dark aspect to uh, Catholicism, yeah, other than the kid touching that. Oh. That I could, that I could see though, there being this whole like gothic, you know, almost side of it. To me, that's almost what I think is like, that being the other side of uh, Catholicism, like this dark underworld of uh, of the goth scene. That's a great question, K Dog. So again, we're dispelling rumors. Again, not all of you are the sad, lonely teenagers. Again, not all of you are uh, Satanists.
3: Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty
1: nine. But the one thing you all, all you guys have, is tickets to Gothbomb yeah. two thousand. We'll have a party. That's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> no cocaine, though, right? Oh no, 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 no. no, no. no. Okay, oh, I can't <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the eighties uh, that's the eighties where we're getting into dubs. was there anything else uh questions that you had? I feel like we've actually learned something yeah definitely. and I I appreciate everybody coming in. Is there something that maybe that you want to say because again, this is your kind of universal forum. This is your forum where you get to go out and you get to tell the people what you're about. This is you know. This is what goth is. Understand me. Don't be afraid of me. Uh, did you have something in the back? I give a get on the mic.
7: Can I give a plug for my belly dance troupe? Yeah, 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 yeah. you, you, you do oh. belly dance? Yes, I'm the choreographer and the artistic director for Martia Possession. Okay. And we're a gothic belly dance troupe. And I have
2: business cards. Oh, let me have them. Interested? <laughs>
5: all right. I have them at many of our events.
1: Uh, now, and that's the funny those. thing, too, because I guess you have people from so many different backgrounds. Yes. Um, y- y- now you, you got a gothic belly dance troupe. <laughs> <laughs> I,
6: I mean. They're very sexy. you got to think about
1: it. That actually seems really, really cool. Like, what do you dance to, though?
7: We dance to gothic music, industrial music, um, tribal Really? Dance
1: music? So so this is like taking... It's the same aspects of belly dancing that you would find in the uh, Middle East or wherever it originates, forgive me for my ignorance. But you just apply that to cool music or cooler music, I see. It's
7: more of a fusion belly dance form. Um,
1: And is this the way you keep your uh, beautiful body as well? Because I know belly dancing is great for losing weight.
7: Very good exercise.
1: They got the belly dancing uh, stuff.
7: If you want to know what these girls look like, just remember the really, really hot scene in Dracula.
3: Where, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I can't even think of the name of the character. We
2: have a web page. What's the web page? Or, or, you know, just watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. oh, you, no have,
5: you have to see the pictures.
0: The <laughs> pictures or just go to the prom and look at them
5: yourself.
1: All
7: right, so the webs. Exactly. The, webs, the best way to find out about the community is to come and see the night, and this is a really great night to see everybody in best form.
1: Well, I know our buddy here, Goth DJ, who's a hideout pass holder, DJs on Saturday nights, and I'm booked in the next couple Saturday nights, but I seriously want to make it out there. Can I go like this though? I mean, exactly. i yeah, I got sandals I you? on. I'm in my earth tones. <laughs> will you not know? be the only,
5: only
6: Latina out there either, cause I am too. Really? No,
2: it's sexy. That's what I need. Mean. <laughs> I mean, oh,
6: right. Everyone is welcome to come. You can wear whatever you want. Just be creative. Just be yourselves. Don't judge. We don't judge you. You know, come and enjoy Goth Prom and, and have a good time. Tim, you're
1: in the hideout on 106.7 WJF Kids. We talked to uh, all of the people from Goth Prom 2004. They're here again. It's tomorrow night at Nation in D.C. What's up, bro? First, let
4: me say uh, F.A. Dub. How you doing, guys? What's up, bro? Um, I I just had
0: a question It seems like there's always a vampire connection to Goths And I was just kind of wondering what that's all about
1: or is that just a totally separate belief system? Are yeah, you guys yeah. want to be vampires? Who here drinks blood? <laughs> Seriously, uh, I don't. Nobody. Twice. No, 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 no. No, no, no. All right.
2: Bateman. No, no. Bateman raises his <laughs>
3: hand
1: back in the back. Uh, all right. Oh, we yeah,
3: have earned our red wings, but I don't think that counts.
2: <laughs> uh. Yeah,
3: that's something completely different. Yeah. And,
6: Absolutely. And
1: that's only when you're uh,
6: desperate. All
1: right. Um, so right, we got some other guys who are here as well. Are, are, who are, are there any people from the bands here? um, unfortunately not today just all the DJs alright again one more time thank you guys for coming into the hideout one more time uh, Goth Prom what is it how can we get tickets how can we go why should we go
6: www.ticketmaster.com or go to the door pay $20 ticketmaster.com can get you for $15 for pre-sales and doors open at 8 remember open bar from 8 to 9
5: all, all right, right. at which is 1015 Half Street or you can look it up our website is www.alchemyalchemy-dc.com
1: okay and uh, the Jenna Tortures will be performing you heard them earlier tonight on the Ron and Fez show good buddies with uh, Ron and Fez they are and I thank you guys. I mean, you guys had such thank a turnout you know. coming into the Hideout. Again, yeah, spread, a spread the word. You know, the Hideout is a is a comfortable place for the goth people, for, except for J. Doug, <laughs> One, who basically, I had fun. Who basically just thought we were talking to uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show troupe. We
6: would love to come back. We we i like to come back. Here's the
1: thing. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to come out and watch my buddy Got DJ spin some tunes. Um, yeah. I want a lot of Manson that night because that's what I'm really into. <laughs> and we'll dance the night away and maybe we'll bring a few of you guys back and we can talk about the party. All right? We'll do yeah, something I'm like honest. that. We'll
6: make you smile in different
1: ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna... Thank you guys. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much. Dubs, let's take a commercial break. Very good. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Thank you. i all sexed up now.
6: That's the other thing I forgot to
1: talk about, <laughs> is the fact that um, I seriously, I've, I've been looking at the goth porn for so long, <laughs> like the last couple of days. What's the website for your belly dance? What is that? What's the website for yours?
7: www.martiapossession.com.
1: Okay. All right. I'm going to actually have someone maybe into that. Gothic belly dancing. Right on. Thank you, guys. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Dubs, I'll tell you about my accent next. It's the hideout, 106.7 WJFK.
2: You're
0: listening to the hideout. Oh, you can't dump that. You can't say
2: that. What are you
0: doing? We at the FCC feel that democracy is all about protecting the rights of the ordinary citizen. Unregulated radio would result in programming of the lowest common denominator.
2: This radio person is the whole
7: problem. Are we going to allow this guy to be heard by anyone who can turn a dial?
2: El
0: Nobody knows who he is. I swear to God, nobody has any idea. The
2: Hideout.
0: So even the show isn't real. Yeah, I'm using a voice disguise I'm a phony just like my dad. The real me is just as worried
1: as the rest of me. The Hideout. LFA and Jacob, giving you reasons to be heathen. This is the problem with, <laughs> with
2: Facebook
0: 6.7 WGF
1: 7WJFK, and I'm Hefe, that's j Dubs. and uh, let's chat with you. Uh, I'm so, I feel educated. Yeah, I feel like uh, it was an educational
3: to- topic because you get a lot of misconceptions about that group. Yeah. 866-277-4969.
1: For those of you that missed it, we just had in a uh, some of the people that are throwing the Goth Bomb 2004 tomorrow night. Uh, feature performers include the Jenna Torturers and Hideout Pass uh, Holder uh, Goth DJ, who's going to be DJing tomorrow night as well at Nation Ten Fifteen Half Street, Washington D.C. Pre-sale tickets fifteen bucks. Uh, that's Ticketmaster.com. At the door they're twenty dollars. Again tomorrow night at Nation, and I want to say big ups to our callers too. Yeah, good Uncle- questions coming through. Stuff that we overlooked. Uncle Ryan and K Dog came through in the clutch. Both of them uh stuff that um I guess people are interested in and just the misconceptions. And again, that's what the hideout is about for everybody to come together and learn from each other. What's the next subgroup that we should have into the hideout? One that we could educate about. Um how about anime people? Please no. <laughs> all right, we did the goth
3: people, but I don't think I can handle the anime people. Really? Uh, I went to I went to broadcasting school and that's all there was there. A bunch of anime nerds. Well, I don't. And they are just literally nerds, and I don't even want to hear any other side of the story.
1: Look, I'm not going to go so far as to label you nerds, dorks. I don't know anything about Weasels. about anime. <laughs> um, and
5: thank Son you of for, a bitch!
1: Thank you for being on your good behavior there, too, oh, I, I like them. They were they were they were good people. They were definitely good peeps. And uh, actually, but
3: I'll be damned if anime people are stepping in the studio.
1: Uh, by the way, hello to Mel, who uh, stuck around after the segment and uh, wanted me to come out and hang out with her on Saturday night. So
3: I Don't feel too, too exclusive there, because she asked me to come out, too. Oh,
1: there you go. I think she's it. just a nice girl. There you go, just ruining all of my fun. She asked you, too, Bateman? She cheating on me already? <laughs> hey, by the way, did you see this? Just real quick, of course, we're huge Marilyn Manson fans. I saw this, that Marilyn Manson is in talks to play Christ in a film. Uh, I guess the movie is called Diamond Dead, and he is currently in the talks right now, according to MSNBC, um, to star in the dark comedy about a rock band that makes a deal with the devil, and according to an excerpt of the script online in the film, Jesus smokes pots. <laughs> okay. Wasn't he in uh, works with uh, the Willy Wonka film, too, and that just fell through?
3: Yeah, that's what I heard, too. I was going to bring that up. Yeah,
1: he's huge into that Willy Wonka thing. Cause he, he, his thing is that it's all about drugs, actually. That
3: that Willy Wonka movie, I watched it not too long ago, and it's it's screwed up for a kid to be watching.
1: Yeah, whenever you watch it with that in mind that the whole chocolate candy thing is really supposed to be about drugs, you, well, you, you know, look at it from a completely different angle.
3: You know, he's just dropping lines like candy is dandy, liquor is quicker, you know,
1: just stuff like that. It shouldn't really be in a kid's movie. Diamond Dead will be uh, directed by George Romero, the same dude who did Neither the Living Dead, and the music was written uh, by the same guy who did the Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) The idea of Marilyn Manson in the role of Jesus is getting all sorts of reactions, according to the website... And uh, I think that's great. I obviously would be one of those guys that would be right there to go see Marilyn Manson. Well, that's just an instant pop for the movie, you know? Well, I don't think that worked, though, for his other movies that he was in. What was that, Jawbreakers? Well, him playing Jesus. (laughs) That was Rose McGowan's movie. That was uh, Not even Marilyn Manson's, as huge a fan as I am, could make me go want to see that. I just couldn't go see Jawbreakers. No. Um... Oddly enough, kind of uh, my big thing whenever I'm working out, Doug, is listening to Manson. I love listening to music that gets me going, that gets me in the mood to, like, you know, really you know, do what I can as far as pumping iron and stuff like that. And I'm in a routine now where I wake up in the morning and, well, basically I'm doing two days. I wake up in the morning and I go work out at the Gold's Gym. I do weights and break it up, about 30 minutes of cardio, some on the bike, some running, some on the stair stepper, and I also do the weights. I'm also in this thing now, too. I'm doing two-a-days, too. Really? Two packs. Two packs of cigarettes a day. (laughs) And good for you. I can see that it's showing. Yeah. Um, Well, everything has results. And so the second half of my two-a-days is before the show. I go up to the Gold's Gym over here in Fairfax, and I run a quick mile, and I shower. Well, as you know, Dubs, right now I'm also on a diet of sorts called the Master Cleanser. This is something that I actually learned about from listening to The Stern Show. Big Stern fan, obviously. Uh, And Robin is doing this right now where it's purified water, it's lemon juice, it's pure maple syrup, and cayenne pepper. And this thing flushes out your body. And I have already lost, J-Dubs, 10 pounds. Count it 10 pounds in the last, uh, I don't know, I'd say about 16, 17 days.
3: Now, stop me if I'm getting too uh, graphic, but isn't that 10 pounds mostly water weight? I i mean, I'm, I'm trying to be oh, but, scientific about it, but, but you know, waste. It, waste in your colon.
1: Yeah, It's basically waste that's stuck in your system, Yeah, So it's not like fat. But... But whatever it is, you're still losing weight, are you not? No. My stomach is going down. My stomach is... All right, why are you rolling your eyes now? Because this is something I think I've found that actually works. And it's cleansing my body of these toxins, and it actually makes me feel better. What, Bateman? I'm going to cut my leg off and see how much mis- thinner I look afterwards. Yeah. So is that what you're equating the master cleanser to, just cutting off a, a limb, and that's how you would lose weight? It's like
3: when I was in wrestling. Uh, we did uh, the water
1: pills and that kind of stuff. lose weight. You aren't actually losing
3: any fat. You're just losing uh, bodily fluids.
1: Is anybody else on this? Like, I know Halloween Goddess is doing this. It's working for Robin. It saved her life. That's what she says. Paris Hilton does it. David Blaine does it. People that don't need to lose weight are doing it. El Huffay Huff does it. And, I look, screw you. You can't be happy with anything that I do. I Here I am doing something that I feel actually works. And what do you want to do? You want to rain all over my parade. Because that's entertaining. God damn it, go with the bet.
2: So the bit now,
1: it seems, for the past seven to ten days is make fun of Hefe. Hefe, you're old. Hefe, you're fat. Hefe, you're creepy. Hefe, she didn't really like you. She also invited me. That's what all of this is now. Get used to it. That's what I'm saying. Just get used to it. All right. That's the universal bit. I guess I'll just run with it. But uh, anyway, running. So I'm on the treadmill. And I, uh, you know, I get going. And I'm the kind of guy though that once you get going, you don't want to. I don't like stopping. Like if I'm gonna run a mile, I'm gonna run a mile, and I'm not gonna stop. It's gonna take a heart attack to make me stop. Which by the way, I've come close many a time. So I'm running at the Gold's Gym in Fairfax, and I'm about I don't know, you know, a third of the way into the mile, mm-hmm. and the Master Cleanser kicks in. I mean, I could feel. It's one of those where you can feel the grumbling in your stomach. And, you know, I'm wearing the Under Armour as it is. Uh, It's kind of tight on the belly. And so now you're jiggling and you're feeling like all kinds of, you know, grumblings. And I'm just like, holy Christ, I can't stop. i got to finish my mile because, you know, the worst thing is, too, the worst thing is stopping. I don't feel accomplished if I don't run the complete mile. Even if I break it up somehow, I don't feel as if I've run a mile. Are you the same way with that kind of stuff? Like, where you feel like you have to complete? Yeah, you have to go the full way. If you stop in the middle, it's almost like you got to start all the way over. Exactly. I'm the exact same way. I have to be able to say, I ran a full mile without stopping. And my whole thing is I couldn't stop because I wanted to be accomplished. Man, I'm at, like, finally three-fourths of the way in, and it's like a turtle. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, peaking is going on. And I, this is exactly how it happened. I hit the mile mark, I jump off the treadmill, and I run. And the way this gym is set up is like there's a lone bathroom up top, and then you've got to run downstairs to the men's bathroom. Well, I didn't want to go to the one up top because I was afraid of noises. You know what? Oh, I mean? noises from you that everybody else will be able to hear while they're working out. Exactly. Yeah. So I ran all the way down to the men's locker room, barely made it. It was like the scene from Dumb and Dumber. Remember Dumb you're, and Dumber? You, and your feet are just sticking straight up in the air. Exactly, and you're like screaming the whole time. And if you had waited but a second longer, it wouldn't. It, you know, would have a, made it. It's a good scream though. You know, it's a scream of relief. Exactly, exactly. So this happens to me. Uh, David, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hey
4: fellas, what's happening? What's up, bro? FA, I just don't. I really. I mean, very. I'm very well intentioned when I tell you this. I don't. I don't think the cleanser is a good idea.
2: Why would you say that?
4: I would say that because you're you're suggesting that by going on the cleanser, you're detoxifying your body. Well, your body detoxes itself naturally when you sweat, when you go to the bathroom, and in just natural ways. You,
3: it's for sure. like it's like girls that you know they found out douching is bad. What you're,
4: what you're implying is that everybody else is walking around with toxins. Everybody who's not doing this cleanse.
1: And that's that's true though, right? Because you have a lot of waste that's stuck in your body that you need to get rid of. And do why you need to get rid of it? Do you not your listen body, to JFK on Sunday mornings and hear about this? The, there the, are
4: people. There are people that live to be a hundred years old that never go on this cleanser. They live long, healthy lives. I mean, this is only something a very small amount of people are doing. I just think that it's 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 uh, it's snake oil. I mean, there's probably psychological things it's the uh, placebo effect, and as far as the weight loss goes, as soon as you start going back to eating normal foods, you're gonna get the weight back
1: now that's like the, the thing, other diet that's the thing I do worry about though. What if I do finally decide to get off this Well, you can't challenge. do this
4: for you know you can't do this forever. I mean this is a good short term solution if you wanna it's like Adkins, nobody can give up bread for the rest of their lives they're going to go back on bread at some point and the effects are going to be reversed
1: by the, just... by the way is that the greatest radio commercial on right now The uh, is it Bud Light or I forget which one it even is but they do the salute to the Atkins guys right yeah. Mr. Carb the cancer. Carb counter yeah. Yeah. alright like, well thank you for running on
4: my parade David I'm, I'm just trying to help his brother out
3: alright thank you I man. agree with him 100% you try a new diet every three months about and it I would have to say that has to get more unhealthy than just eating regular and working out regular.
1: You're right, dude. I am. Uh, I'm constantly trying to find a fix to lose weight because I destroyed my body so bad that um, it really is to the point where I gotta do anything. Because if I don't lose the weight now, mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I'm screwed. I seriously am screwed because you know it's, you're gonna get to that point of middle age where there's no losing the weight. It's just gonna it's get be getting to that point. I'm 26, man. Come on. What's that about? Just because you're 23, you already have old man spread. You have the body, seriously, of a 33-year-old man who sits at a computer all day. That's your body. Well, I'm a
3: 23-year-old man that sits at a computer all day. And so you, guess... don't, you don't feel
1: bad about that? No. The fact that you're
3: just a... I'm, I'm fine. You're a turd of a man? I I'm fine. I'm successful. I have a beautiful girlfriend. What else do I need? You don't need a, a great body, a black lung. Ah, that's fine. Uh, blocked you know, arteries. You can't you can't have everything.
1: All right. Uh, why did I say that? Now I got this. Now Bateman's sending me this on the AOL for broadband. He uh, I guess he found this. He's like, and of course I guess this is the thing. Stop your bitching, Hafe. That's what it's titled. Apparently, because this is about me going to the restroom, mm-hmm. on this AOL for broadband, there's a story, I guess, about some dude in Wisconsin who woke up. Uh, he was going to the bathroom in the middle of the night only to find an intruder in the facilities. This is according to the dude. When I turned the corner, I saw the light was on, and I thought someone had just left it on in the door. So I opened the door, and there was a guy sitting on the toilet. Um. Uh, So I said, what are you doing in my house? And the intruder said, I just had to use the bathroom.
3: (laughs) See, that's the exact reason why you shouldn't be on the master cleanser, because sometime you could be robbing a house. I know how you roll. And the master cleanser is going to kick in, and
1: you have to put the TV down and go to the bathroom. All right, now, I thought it was bad being on the treadmill at the gym and then having the master cleanser kick in. Oh, no. Imagine being an intruder in a house. You've broken into somebody's house with the purpose of stealing, breaking laws, and the only thing you can think of is, oh, my God, it's so bad right now. I uh, I got to use the restroom. I don't care if I get caught.
3: I was so drunk at Michigan State University before and trying to walk home or walk to my girlfriend's house, and I, I had to go to the bathroom so bad that I actually... Just walked into someone's house and used their bathroom before at like two thirty in the morning. <laughs> Didn't get caught, but you know someone could have easily woke up, walked downstairs, and would have just seen me on the toilet.
5: And
1: I'm like, hey, I had no go. And you, but you were willing to you were willing to sacrifice the breaking and entering just so you could go. What about going outside? You had to be in a toilet. Yeah, I had to be in the toilet for this. <laughs> now, what about this? Did you flush?
3: No. <laughs> I didn't want to wake anybody up. <laughs> you didn't want to risk it. I, I clenched up real tight so I didn't make any noise, and I didn't flush just so I could, you know, sneak in, sneak out.
1: Oh, that's so funny. And then somebody wakes up in the morning, comes downstairs, <laughs> and could you imagine if this person lived alone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they would be like, oh, my God. did what? Did I? Am I sleepwalking now? They probably went to a whole, like, sleep apnea testing kind of thing. All because you couldn't control yourself. What's the worst situation you think being caught in and needing to go? Because you just proved it right there. I mean, you're one of those, you're walking back from a bar, you're drunk, and there's nothing worse than the beer. I'll tell you this, speaking of drinking, I've never. it's been close to happening with me, and I can't tell you how many a night I've cut short when you're at the bar. And I guess a lot of times bars take off the doors to the stalls because mm-hmm. they don't want people having sex in there. They're having sex or doing drugs. And so you're you're there and you got to go bad, but there you are in a stall with no door, and I I couldn't do my I could not bring myself to do that.
3: And one of the bathrooms in our high school, didn't have a door, on uh, one of the stalls, and the stalls were always filled in our high school for some reason. And every time someone went in there. <laughs> I would just stand there staring at him, like, you know, with the very, very, uh, you know, just like, how could you look at my face? I got the, 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 uh, the reputation at school of the weird guy who
1: stares at people while they go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, you? Yeah, me. Get out of here. That's, uh, school's another one of those, though. I never, ever, 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 ever went in school. I always did. I just couldn't. I couldn't bring myself because of, I guess, creeps like you. I enjoy going at at public places. I really do. Now, see, I couldn't in high school, but now I can. You know what I mean? I got over that fear, I think, in college, where in college you're going to the different halls, Mm -hmm. the different buildings for school. You're
3: so far away from your place, walking distance.
1: You kind of have to after a while. Exactly. Um, What about here at work? Oh, I love it. So, yeah, in fact, it's become the uh, the discussion the of a of a nationally syndicated show. And O'Mara saying, "Uh oh, it's 6:15. We better break before Dubs gets into the restaurant. And you're dirty. You're just foul. You're a disgusting smoker, Pepsi drinking, non-water having, just stinking douche of a man. That's J Dubs. I just summed it up right there. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. I think Bateman had a good one on this. Yes. Hey, what's yours? I was just bringing it up. It never happened to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh I've
4: often had it happen where I've been out talking to a chick. I'm like, what if something happens? I already feel kind of like i got to go. All
1: right, now, see, that's a good one, and that's that's a big one right there. Let's say, for instance, that you are, you know... Getting intimate. But not even that, like, all right, how about this? Because this actually happened to me in high school. Um, which was, you know, before the wife and the separation and the whole thing, the last time I actually hung out with the chicks. Um, but I remember being at like, not a slumber party, but one of those parties. It's the late night party. Yeah. And it's at the chick's house. And everybody's gone. So it's kind of like you and the chick and a few of her friends. And you gotta go. I mean, you gotta go so bad. But you. There's no way you're going to. When you're around a chick and you're about to have things happen, there's no way you go because of the fact that you're like, God, this could ruin any chance ever.
3: What you do, you snoop for the basement bathroom. You try to find that basement bathroom where no one ever goes into.
1: Now, have you ever done this whenever you go in and you're like, you know what, I'm going to need to freshen up or something like that, and you go in and you turn on the water? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You turn on the water, and
3: you flush multiple times. Yeah. But, but you, know, you start freaking out when, the, when it doesn't fill fast enough, you know? <laughs> when, the, when, the, when the tank doesn't fill fast enough, you're, just, you're, try, you're jiggling that handle trying to get to go quicker so you,
1: you don't leave anything. And because, too, I mean, I remember it was this, this point when I was at this place, this, uh, this party in high school, where I just let the stomach cramps come. And the cramps, and you just get so sick, and you feel terrible, that even if you were going to get into a sexual situation, there's no way that you'd be able to perform. No,
3: no way at all. The worst thing that I've ever had to go and couldn't was in the line at a theme park. You know, in those two-hour lines for the best ride, you're about 20 minutes from the front, and it hits you like a a goddamn brick.
1: It's so true. And then what are you going to do at that point? Yeah, what
3: about when you get scared on the the ride? You're worried about what's going to happen. And you're seriously contemplating.
1: All right, do I get out of line now and just go take care of business, or do I stay and then have the risk of an accident and then going from there?
3: 866-277-4969.
1: James, you're in the hideout on 106.7
2: WJFK
0: uh yeah i um went out on a a gate once and I was coming back and it hit me i had to uh to go really bad and I get back to my place it's actually my friend's place and um funnily enough, I didn't have my key either so i I really had to go so I went um and snuck in the back window and I didn't quite make it so uh I had my uh back end hanging over the edge of the window and
1: you're all and you're all dirtied up.
0: Well, I didn't get dirty. I, um, I took care of it, but it took about 10 minutes of the date. So let's say uh, I don't think she knew what happened, but I never uh, saw her again. Oh. And she was a, a stripper, too. So,
1: Well, sometimes they're into that. Yeah. You never so, know from the experiences we've had. Exactly. All right. Thanks, James. Steve, you're in the hideout on 106.7 to be in JFK. Hey,
0: what's happening, man? What's uh, up, Real quick, funny uh, story. Uh, I was on a blind date. <clears throat> we were going down in Georgetown. We took a cab. And it was in the summer, and I was wearing shorts. And uh, it wasn't even something I even knew I had to do, but uh, I I went in the taxi cab with my shorts on, <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> and what I did, I and it, you know when when you pass gas or whatever, yeah. you can kind of blame it on something else. But it was obvious, instant, <laughs> what it was happened? Wretched stink. What I did, I had to. I told the cab driver that, "Can you stop right here for a second? she was already like, oh my gosh, like, or the smell was horrific. Yeah. I just got out of the cab, man, and left. <laughs>
1: and you just left the... Di- I left. You, I you left the chick there in the, ca- in the dirty cab. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good for you. I had to, man.
1: If I, I had a, if I had a prize, I'd give it to you. That's a classic story. Oh my God. All right, so now I, I don't feel so bad.
3: I remember I did that to myself before I was really young. Probably not too young, though. I was like 12 years old. My sister was at... Uh, cheerleading practice and I was walking around the football field and stuff, couldn't find a bathroom, like for some reason all of the uh, porta-potties were, uh, were locked, so I couldn't get in any of them and I was running around and my whole body gets warm, <laughs> I go I go to up my mom hiding, I'm like, mom, mom, come here, she's like,
1: one second, I'm watching your sister do a cheer
3: really important. She came over.
1: Jesus Christ, Justin.
3: <laughs> what the hell did you do to yourself? Take me home, Mom, before the girls see me. So I had to ride home, propped up above the seat, not like, you know, hovering over everything so <laughs> I can't. let you sit there. Yeah. I don't have any towels in here, Justin. <laughs> and I wonder why uh, you're that, so yeah, scarred. That, that,
1: that was a very scarring moment in my life. All right. You know what? Now, all of a sudden, I don't feel so bad. But I'll tell you this. If an accident had happened... I was 12. You're 26. If that happened to you now. If an accident had happened, uh, we wouldn't have had a show tonight. Why? <laughs> because I wouldn't have had anything to wear. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout 106.7. WJFK. The
2: Hideouts featuring LFA
0: and J-Dubs. That's you. This is the greatest but the sickest radio I've ever heard. The Hideouts featuring LFA and J-Dubs. I'm a slave
3: of the Hideout I want
0: free. Dutton, I love your show. I think it's great that you let the other guy hang out every weekend. You can't call me to it anymore, mother. The
2: Hideouts. 106.7 WJFK.
1: Alright, coming down the home stretch, the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Alright, now that I look at this, very, very sexy. I am El Hafé, that is J Dubs. Uh, Bateman taking your calls as well. When you say it like that, it kind of makes everybody
3: think you're talking about me.
1: Sometimes I am. Uh, goth Prom 2004, Jenna Torturer, Sister Machine Gun, uh, Pitbull Daycare, Christ Analog. Oh, the- <laughs> Pitbull
3: Bay Care. That, that's what I'm out to. See.
1: <laughs> it's going on at Nation, I guess technically tonight, but tomorrow night. Doors open at 8 o'clock. 1015 uh, Half Street in Washington, D.C. Tickets available at the pre-sale price at Ticketmaster.com. And then also you can get your tickets uh, going to the door. Jenna Torture is joining Ron and Fez earlier in the night here on 106.7 WJFK. Um, Radiohideout.com. Go check it out. Continuing to add uh, to the online community that we, uh, we've we got right now. It's a great site. It really... It's a lot better than that hack site that yeah. we had it before. Yeah, that fan-driven site. The hack the hack site by the hack. Stop stalking us. Learn how to take a joke about your family, you puss. Hey, didn't you finish on a sister and... Uh... Yeah, exactly. Don't think I wouldn't again. Um... But uh, thank you to everybody who's on that radiohideout Again, it's uh, an opportunity. Maybe we should put that under names to know. I don't even want to give that punk any, any press though. Who who cares? Oh, you know who's, who needs to know him? You know someone. This is actually kind of funny. If you go under names to know, um, I got this email from Fidel. Oh really? Yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Dubs, if you would kind of uh, tell people who Fidel is.
3: Fidel was. Not an original Hideout member, but he was very, very early on. He came on, he helped out producing the show. But he, he uh, was very unlikable for some reason. He never did anything wrong,
1: necessarily. It was just really hard to like the kid.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: Um, there seriously is something about him that was uh, completely unlikable. You even heard it during Ron and Faz. In fact, oh, we've got something on Fidel. A former, quote-unquote, producer of the Hideout, He earned his hideout pass by allowing Dubs to spit in his face. He got his pass rejected when he allegedly threatened the life of a caller. He now passes out T-shirts and CDs for the Classic Rock Sister Station in town. So that's what's on the website. And what was his email about? And then I get this email from him. um, And it's from his real name at the Classic Rock Station that he works at. Come on, man! I'm not driving an effing van and handing out t-shirts. I have a goddamn title and I work full time. If you're gonna give spoon props, it wouldn't kill you to give me some. We gave him props. You call him producer. Peace, brotha. We yeah. are ripping, yeah. And then he gave his real name, at assistant promotions director. And actually, good for him. Yeah. In all I mean, an all I mean the full-time gig. I just wish he'd stop posting under other names on message boards about the show. Yeah. Like I'm stupid. You and the other hack radio, uh hack website guy. Like I don't know it's you guys. Seriously. What am I? I Record? No. Um 4969 Excited about tomorrow's show as well. Um some some guests that we have booked, our real producer has seriously come through in the clutch. He uh, he got us the Archbishop from Australia that we talked to earlier in the week. He helped put this thing together with a goth DJ. Tomorrow night, I don't know if you know this, Dubs, mm-hmm. but the voluntary, um, how would you say, um, the shutdown of the porn community, it's been lifted. Yeah, it's uh, back up today, right? It's It's gone back on today, and so apparently Bateman, tomorrow night during the uh, 11.30 segment of the hideout, has booked us. A porn director. In fact, let's see. Um... And by the way, now that we've done this little thing about those two guys, you're yeah. going to see all this explosion on the Internet about how much we suck and yeah. how much we're hacks. Hey, yo. Yeah. Tell me about this uh, this porno dude.
4: He, like, uh, his website is actually sexcrimesinc.com. He's uh, kind of said he's trying to get out of porn, but he's actually doing a shoot tomorrow night, which I think he's going to call us from the set.
3: Really? Nice. Has he worked... Uh, what, what, do you know any of the titles of some of his movies, if they're clean enough? Uh,
4: I would have no idea of the titles. I just know that he works in Porn. And, and he drops names a lot of times, like uh, Belladonna. He's, like, friends with her. Um, and he knows, like... Uh, what's,
1: what's she know? Is she known for the trick with the bat?
4: <laughs> I know she's done it before. <laughs> oh, Jesus. She's, she's also known
1: for... You guys
3: know way too much about porn.
4: Well, no, it's so
1: funny because... God bless Cam. Cam will sometimes pass along stuff to say, "Hey, you you should book this person," and so he passed that one along to me, like you got to get this chicken find yeah. out. And he sends me her information along with a pic of her with a bat. <laughs> uh,
4: I was debating whether or not to let you bring it up or have me bring that up.
1: I'll bring that up. He, he's okay with that. Um, I, it just goes to show that he's a uh, he's trying to hook stuff up. So this guy is an actual porn director. And he's gonna talk we're gonna talk to him tomorrow yeah. uh, about the industry, and I guess uh, everything being back up because he's based in Cali, right? Yeah, and the other thing that I found too is the this interesting article about beginner's porn and how that's kind of the new thing now. It's the low budget uh down and dirty like pornography, homemade kind of stuff that actually is now. Ending up on the internet and in a way, almost putting putting uh, these other things out of business, because somebody who came in with the uh, gothic people gave us on CDs uh, burned pornography. Very
3: good. So is, it, is it DVD yeah. or a CD?
1: Um, or a I'm not sure what it was. I don't know if it was. uh Okay, so it's pictures. But whatever the case, you now have this available from wherever. So this is going to be something fun, and then, I, I think it's everybody's fantasy. And I think every guy thinks he'd be good at directing pornography. Yeah, but I just know I'd have a knack for it. I really think that I'd be really good at the pornography thing, because I look at I look at it, and I'm just like, you got it all wrong. You got a horrible anger, angle there. I do not understand some of the shoots. It yeah, was, I really don't. Like
3: sometimes the, the angles be, and what we're is looking she going at, from behind other than up top
1: or something. Yeah, you? when it comes to the camera angles. Yes. Yeah. exactly. All right, baby. So you got him, and uh, we also have somebody already lined up for Monday night. um On uh, something else, I forgot something or other. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about that probably later on in the week. Oh, hey, where's sideshow?
4: Uh, I don't know. You need to get him on the
1: phone. Call him. Okay. Get a hold of him. The reason we want to get a hold of Sideshow is because our buddy Reamer, yeah. who uh good friend of ours, he, um, he came up with a funny idea. And he said he'd do it, but he wanted to pass it along to us. And we actually do this sometimes with our buddies in the industry. You know? Yeah, we'll pass long ideas to the other one. And they'll kick stuff, because, I mean, sometimes they're working at lame-ass, you know, music radio stations. And we can't
3: use our bits that, you know, that we have ideas for stuff that more go with music, so we'll kick it
1: over to them. And so and... it's like this little community of, like, about four or five guys that kick these things around. He came up with this thing called Bumma Forty Friday. Where he, what's his what's fascination with uh, with bums? That's where I got the bum fights video
3: from. From Reamer, yeah, he, uh, he just finds bums very funny. He always wanted to do a thing where you know, p- for people to win tickets, they have to eat chicken wings off a bum's neck and stuff off, like, of, yeah, you know, a chicken wing necklace without using their hands. He always has bum ideas,
1: and so his thing that he told me about, which I think is kind of funny. Is like a homeless karaoke kind of thing, where we send sideshow out, and because we can't, we can't technically, we cannot give away alcohol. No, we can't. But if we find out the price of a forty, and then we gave the bum the actual money for the price of the forty, we'd call it bum a forty. If the bum could sing twenty seconds of a pop song, I think that's pretty funny. And what do you think, Dubs?
2: Is I that something it,
3: that
1: you'd be into? I think it'd be a good time, you know. Just the people that don't have
3: radios still knowing the lyrics to, uh, you know, uh,
1: whatever Britney song's big right now. I don't even know. Baby, yeah. hit me one more time. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever the hot song is right now. I think. Uh, I, anyway, so that's something that Sideshow is supposed to go out and do, but he he he's not talking to anybody right now. Why well, he's still so upset about the decapitation thing really yeah. is that is that the the problem yeah he was he was like livid yesterday, as of course most people are, but I think his angle is is that people aren't pissed off enough about this decapitation
3: and I might agree, yeah you know really somewhat I, I don't think it's getting uh, the proper
1: amount of press that it should how do you think it's been lacking because to me it's been dominating things worldwide people have been talking about I, this decapitation
3: really. Uh, a lot of people I know that aren't in, like, this industry, when I told them about it, they're like,
1: really? Wow. I so, didn't even hear about that. Now, where were the kind of people we always are constantly looking on the Internet for uh, and things to talk about? I mean, yeah. just kind of stay on top of the news headlines. Are you serious that there are people out there right now that don't even know that this is shot on? I'm sure there's plenty of them. You- I
3: mean, it, it is kind of just, you know, kind of uh, nerve-wracking that there's people out there like that.
1: Have you recovered from it at all, watching it? No, I don't think I have either, man. It still pops in my head. Occasionally, it will pop in my. And now it, it felt kind of odd too, when people like now starting to run down the dude, the uh, the Berg guy, the guy that got decapitated. Yeah, that
3: that really bothers me. It doesn't matter if he, uh, you know, if he was over there with uh, the the army or if he wasn't there with the government or if he was an independent contractor. I don't think that really is the the main issue and should be focused on at all.
1: I think it's more about just the the uh, the atrocity of what happened. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then the other thing too, do you know that nobody around here? I was worried that we were going to be the last people to talk about. The kid in Alexandria getting his hands cut off. And it's like it didn't even happen. Yeah. No one even know. I'm talking to people around the station here. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? You're talking about the video online? I'm like, no. There's a 16-year-old kid in Alexandria who got his hands cut off with a machete. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't know about that. That's pretty messed up. People don't even know what's going on in their communities. It's so interesting to me. Are you- How-, How could you go through life with no understanding of what's going on around you? Yet somehow people do it. Somehow people they are only caught up in American. These are the same people. They know who got kicked off of American Idol tonight, but they don't know what's going on in their own backyard. Yeah, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Um, speaking of our buddy Reamer, um, his his the radio station's about to flip. Yeah, he, any uh, moment now. He I was talking to him yesterday. He uh,
3: his PD got fired yesterday, and a memo went up. To the salespeople to stop selling the station as the new rock format, so I guess it's probably gonna flip to something
1: and and the other thing too I mean that's what sometimes radio stations will do whenever their the ratings are lagging and they're not able to get you know they're not able to get the listenership that they thought then they'll stop playing alternative music and they'll go to something else mm-hmm. and apparently there's already stuff on industry boards where this station's gonna flip and it's gonna go to like oldies or something. And this is the guy who come up comes up with uh, Obama Forty Friday. Yeah, and he's not going to be able to keep a job at a
3: classic rock station. So
1: I want to call and kind of goof on him maybe sometime this week, where we uh, just kind of make fun of him and play some uh, some some oldies music. Because it's always fun when your buddies are about to get fired. Yeah. I mean, you always want to be there yeah. for your friends, but at the same time too, there's something about like it has this happened to all of us, and you know,
3: if. if If you're not in that boat, it kind of feels good to kind of goof on it, you know, because I know when we got canned, he still had his gig.
1: And he was laughing.
3: Yeah, he's like, yeah, these guys are
5: crap, but
1: I'm still here, so I don't care. Rubbing it in, making it sound like, make way, here comes the new blood. Yeah. Didn't even care about us at all. Um, And the other thing, too, Bateman, you've done such a great job of booking guests on this show. I want you to book one more guest. I want you to book Vibe Girl from Hot 99.5. And you find that I have a lot of time on my hands whenever I'm uh, on the Internet, maybe doing show prep. And I found myself on their website, hot99.5.com. I don't mind talking about it. I don't care. I didn't know that was a station here. Oh, whatever. I listen to pop music all the time. I'm not going to lie. In fact, I was jamming to Britney on the Beltway on the way in today. I'm looking at this chick, and she is so hot. And as it turns out, she's working the time slot that we're in right now. So I want to see if we can get some sort of a simulcache with Hot 99.5. Are they another station with Infinity? No. No. So that's what's going to make it a little bit tougher. If nothing else, here's what we're going to do. Starting tonight, all of the listeners right now, call that station and tell her that El Jefe wants to talk to her, and we're going to call her every night on the air until we finally get her to come on the air with us. All right. Is that cool? That's fine with me. I'd like to have this done by tomorrow. Dubs, I know this isn't something that you're particularly into, but I like to also feel like we should make friends with the radio community, yeah, I see of the community the, the community's here, yeah, well, because that's the thing. I want to reach out to everybody. I want it to be so that all of us uh are one big, happy radio family me, I girl, bring on the hot boys, dubs, oh yeah, dubs is here too, okay. Uh, there it is. It's the hideout for tonight. I want to thank everybody who came in for Goth from 2004. Tomorrow, uh, the porn director, along with uh, all the other various fun stuff that we have. We, uh, you know what? Do we have any prizes to give away tomorrow? Um, actually, we are. We're getting a whole new thing. I was just thinking about it. We still have the uh, solar planet. Let's do another Metro Remote tomorrow. You really? Are you sure you want to bust one out that soon?
3: Let's bust another one out, but let, let's uh, just do Cameron here, and we'll save Alan for another night.
1: Okay, so maybe another go round of Metro, more for solar tanning, or for a solar planet tanning, and um, we should have given it to some of the people who are in tonight for the Goth night. A few of those people could use <laughs> tans. I'm, not, I'm afraid there's some massive burning, peeling. Be peeling on some of those people just the, just the white pale skin oh wow all right I'm all sexed up now now nah, I'm excited about going home and look at all this pornography that I got on these CDs uh thank you for them coming in though Gothrom from 2004 come on to going on tomorrow night at nation uh, we'll have more prizes for you tomorrow I guess we'll do Metro. oh I think uh I think there was another game that maybe Bateman was putting together as well so we'll have more prizes and stuff going on uh, that's it for the Wednesday night edition of the Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. I'm Hefe. That's J Dubs. Thank you to Bateman. Thank you to Eyeball. Uh, we out. Bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. God,
2: kids.
3: gay side. I'm on the gay side. I'm on the gay side.
2: This is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J. Dub. This is Red Smooth, Washington Redskins. Not interested.